Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Happy Thursday, Padres fans. It's time for the super polished, yet to be named Smart Baseball Weekly segment with Eno Saris, powered by Seven Mile Casino, San Diego's premier card room, featuring California blackjack, poker, and baccarat, just seven minutes from downtown. Yes! Here's Ben and Woods on the home of the Padres, 97.3 The Fan. 162 games in the books, but now it really gets interesting. As the postseason gets underway, we welcome Eno Saris back with us on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. This is uh, the time of year we wait for, Eno. Good morning. That that full day off with nothing to do except think about the next game. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. It's, it's, awful. A, it's a horrible horrible feeling and and it sucks but i want it every single year i we've done too many shows at this time of year for the last five years that we're like all right well next year is going to be a lot of fun let's talk some football and and it's not the case um i wanted to ask you you had a a piece in the athletic eno thanks for joining us as usual but uh, talking about trent grisham and the kind of the the little part of it says what should trent grisham do because only five qualified players in baseball swing at fewer balls. He still has an elite, an elite eye. But only two qualified players swing at fewer strikes than he does, too. It's It's been a frustrating watch uh, the last few weeks for Trent. We want him to dig out of this hole. We need him to dig out of this hole. What's going on with him? Yeah, I you know I think the, the, the biggest eye-opener for me was he leads the league in uh, called strike threes, yep. which I think. Uh, anybody watching uh, says, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I talked to him about it, and he was kind of like, you know, I need to just focus on what I do well and do it really well, you know. And I think that worked for, you know, a couple months in the, le- in the second half of the season. We saw some power come back, and he was walking, and he was an above-average hitter. But the problem is, once you have a hole, uh, you know, in the strike zone, everyone's just trying to throw it there. And um, I think we saw it a little bit with Soto. Soto has the same sort of approach. He's like, I'm not going to swing. I'm not going to swing at uh, your strikes. I'm not going to swing at balls. Yep. I'm only going to swing at my strikes. And I think he likes the high strike. That's what I've gathered from sort of watching him. And uh, so everyone was filling up the zone low on him. And for a while, he was content to take walks and not swing at those because when, you, when you're when you targeting low, you'll, you'll miss low. You'll, you'll, you'll walk the guy some, you know? 
but I think at some point he decided, all right, I need to do something on these low pitches. And you saw him start to swing a little bit at the low pitches that were low strikes, uh, and he hit some singles. You know, it was, it's not a great place for him to hit for power. But he hit some singles, and he made the, the pitchers think about where they want to go next, you know. Um, and that's been part of him getting a little better. Grisham needs to do the same thing. He needs to find a way to do something on the high pitch. Otherwise, they're just going to fill up the zone with him high. And, you know, you've seen Kyle Schwarber struggle with this and figure it out. You've seen Cody Bellinger struggle with it and maybe not figure it out. So it's a huge deal to have a hole that everybody knows and everyone's exploiting. And you kind of just need to work on it. You need to, you need to figure some plan out for that. So, Eno, uh, we trust you. I need you to be straight with us on this. Earlier this morning, uh, we saw a, a rival site, MLB.com, ranking their playoff pitching staffs. And Woods and I kind of guessed, all right, the Padres, it, clearly it was the strength of an 89-win team, their pitching staff this year. I would have guessed maybe fifth out of the 12 teams, yeah. sixth. Fifth, sixth. We were right. both surprised when they were ranked 12th. Dead last. Of the 12 teams. Are we overrating? Are we missing something? Or are they off base on you know where the Padres pitching staff kind of ranks among the remaining playoff teams? Like the Cardinals, in its whole staff, Cardinals, the Phillies, the Phillies. Have a better pitching uh, staff than the San Diego Padres? They got that wrong. Ah, good. Yeah, good. Thank God. you. We're not insane. <laughs> We're not crazy. Giant homers. Thank yeah, you. Fine. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, but have you seen the Cardinals rotation? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, you think the Cardinals wouldn't want Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove? Like, they would trade yeah. today. Today. Yeah. Uh, by Windsor replacement, the uh, Padres had the. Eighth best staff, that's ahead of the Guardians, ahead of the Blue Jays, ahead of the Rays, ahead of the Mariners, and ahead of the uh, the Cardinals. I mean, it's amazing. So, again, you see those things, you're like, they keep sleeping on us. Now, you don't want to get too mouthy about it because you could go out and get smoked because you're playing a really, really good it's a really good, team. really good yeah. team. And and you did a piece also, you know, on Max Scherzer, and I loved what he said in it. You were? Did you have a conversation with him? Was it you and him talking? Yeah, it was me, him, and Trevor May. Trevor May we had like sort of a, a three-person conversation. It was it was kind of cool. And it's pretty cool. And and Eno was kind of showing him some of the numbers and stuff. And he said, he goes, look, I he goes, I pitch a lot by field now. I'm 38. I couldn't do it when I was 28, <laughs> right? Like, and, and he basically said, I'd rather have a worse changeup by your metrics, but have more feel and execution with it. Then to me, it's a better changeup, and that's what Eno actually says. This is what the numbers can miss sometimes: is that gray area between stuff, location, and what is really the most important part? Results. Results are the most yeah. important part in all this. Yeah, I mean, the whole idea of uh, the my pitching model is to be more predictive. It's actually uh, really most powerful with somebody very different than Max Scherzer. Right. It's most powerful with a young pitcher that comes up, uh, maybe a young pitcher in the minor leagues, uh, with someone who doesn't have a track record. You know, uh, my model missed this year on Shane Bieber, and it's missed a, a couple times. And at this point, I have to say, well, my model's wrong about Shane Bieber, and Shane Bieber has proven year after year that he can do it. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter that he throws 92. Uh, so, you know, I don't look at the model as much when I look at a veteran pitcher, but you know, you know, back to the Padres, I think one thing that uh, people are missing is um, this was the sixth best uh, bullpen in baseball. And, I, yeah. you know, there were some moving parts and Hayter, you know, had, a, had his tough moments. And so I think people 
gravitate towards that and be like, oh, well, haters all wild and, you know, but they're missing, you know, how solid like Pierce Johnson, Stephen Wilson, even Adrian Morahan, like all these guys are really solid and I'll take them over a lot of other teams' secondary pieces. So um, I think they've got a really good bullpen. I think they've, you know, and, and the way that I previewed this matchup with the Mets, you know, okay, you, you're not going to have a better pitcher than Jacob deGrom. And it's going to be hard to have a better pitcher than Max Scherzer. But they definitely have, you know, their third best pitcher is better than Chris Bassett. So if they can make it go three games and it's Chris Bassett in the third game, no matter who the Padres throw that day, it'll be an advantage over Chris Bassett. So their big thing is, you got to steal one. You got to steal one from Max Scherzer. You got to steal one from Jacob Degrom. That's that's all it is because they're going to have an advantage if they can get to Chris Bassett. Talking to Eno Saris from the Athletic, and Eno, you're you're so good with the numbers, but we also know in baseball the numbers are so good because it's such a long season. What what have you noticed that's different about the playoffs? I mean, do you really throw them out the window? Are they still somewhat predictive, or is it just too small of a sample size to? to really take anything into a postseason game? It's, it's really difficult. I, I ran the numbers to sort of be like, what, what correlates with playoff success? And there's very little there. It's very, like in terms of like, you have numbers to, to judge the strength of the predictiveness, the strength of the relationship, and none of them have a really strong relationship. You, you'll see little faint things here, like, um, you know, batter strikeout rate is uh, pretty important in the postseason, a little bit more important um than uh it is in the regular season so uh that's something that the mets have uh as a strength they were the third best uh and uh in baseball and the padres uh strike out a little bit more uh they were ninth best um that's one thing though um and then uh i found that you know just having really good lineup uh is is, in general is the uh is the, the sort of best one of the best uh things that's correlated with success everyone says pitching and defense, but uh, batting was actually a, strong, a stronger relationship with playoff success. Oh, so, great. Um, you know. <laughs> the two things I feel like we're better at than a lot of teams, the hitting, you know, it's just been so streaky. It's just been so streaky with this team, and you feel like, you know, Juan Soto had been teasing us, teasing us, teasing us. Ben and I were just talking in the break, you know, about, man, the story writes itself. I mean, obviously he has postseason experience. He knows how to win a World Series. He's an elite, elite hitter. We've seen it in spurts. We've seen it in flashes. Uh, the power's been, you know, sparing since he got here. That that storyline, if that guy gets going, I mean, it changes everything for this team and that lineup. Yeah, and that's why that's why things aren't uh, super predictive in the postseason. I mean, for example, I just said that strikeout rate matters, uh, and it, it predicted most of the uh, the series last year in the playoffs. Guess which ones it didn't predict? The one the Braves were in, right? Because they struck out a bunch, but hey, they they had some guys get hot. They they hit some homers, and they and they they went through. So, um, you know, I think it's a, a good sign for uh, the Padres that Starling Marte is not going to be in this. Um, I think that reduces their power threats mostly to one player. Um, you know, maybe Alonzo and Lindor are the biggest power threats. So, and so then you're going to give up some singles because they make a lot of contact. I think the biggest thing then is to limit walks. Yes. If you limit the walks, you don't have any extra base runners. And then they have to string together four singles or three singles to, to score runs, you know. Um, so that's something that I would, I would be looking for. And, 
Um, you know, the good news is uh, the Padres, uh, only nine teams uh, walked fewer batters uh, this season. So it is actually a strength of their pitching staff. And it's something that I would think about uh, maybe, you know, maybe with Robert Suarez, you got to be careful, right? I mean, that's not his best. It's not his best uh, foot forward, right? Well, so, and I think the big thing is Blake Snell has cut way down on his walk yeah, rate in the second cool. half of the season. Some of the the bad By numbers come from change up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blake Snell early, but now uh, now he's kind of dialed it in, especially with the fastball command. Uh, Eno, before you go, let's just do a quick headline or two on each of the other three series because we're going to be watching these to kill some time, obviously tomorrow. But uh, first, give us some thoughts on. Uh, Rays and Guardians in that series. Uh, that seems like a pitching-driven series for sure. Yeah, no runs. Uh, no <laughs> runs happening. Uh, oh, by the way, you're right. Uh, the, the pitching staff, only three teams have walked fewer batters uh, in the second half. Uh, and so you're right. I think that was that's the big Snell effect. Uh, yeah, Guardians, Rays, uh, pitching is going gonna, gonna to be no runs. Uh, the, the Guardians are all singles. Uh, they don't have any power. Um, the Rays are all strikeouts, so it's yeah, it's going to be some one nothing, two nothing ones. I don't know if the gar- the Rays have the bullpen they normally have to pull off what they do. So I actually think the Guardians might win that one. Mariners Toronto Blue Jays seems like a really fun series. This yeah, this looking one forward to that one. The Electric Factory. Yeah, and it, it's a really interesting matchups because I think the Mariners have the superior bullpen uh, with some with some former Padres in there. Um, and uh, with Andres Munoz and Matt Brash. Um, we know, we know. And then, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's but, weird. There's three uh, teams, the Guardians, the Mariners, and the Brewers are just chock full of ex-Padres, Indeed. all three of them. <laughs> uh, I, I'll take the pitching staff for the Mariners. Um, it's a little bit closer in the starting rotation, but I'll take the pitching staff for the Mariners. I'll take the hitting of the Blue Jays, and I think that's, just a key matchup because I think maybe the Blue Jays have the best lineup top to bottom in the playoffs. Um, so, you know, my my heart, my brain says uh, pick the, the hitters. Uh, my heart says pick the pitchers. And then Phillies Cardinals. Am I, am I crazy or is Albert Pujols going to be like the series will go? If they get production from him and get some home runs, the Cardinals could be tough to beat. If, if the Phillies keep him quiet, then they may take this series. I think that this is my bet for the highest scoring series because um, I, I like Miles Michaelis. Um, you know, I like Jordan Montgomery, but uh, the Phillies are going to have a, an advantage in the starting rotation. Um, and then I think it flips a little bit over to the Cardinals for the bullpen. So there would be sort of fits and starts of scoring. But, you know, there are guys, there are gettable pitchers on both of these rosters. Uh, and the defense for the Phillies is bad. Uh, so, you know, there's going to be lots of ways that runs can, can happen. Uh, and both of those offenses are really good. And I think even without Pujols, it's, it's a really good offense. So, um, yeah, I, I said this will be high scoring. Um, I picked the Cardinals, but this is the hardest one for me to pick. I, I, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see an obvious pick here. Eno, uh, great stuff. Uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday, hopefully before game two of the NLDS between the Padres and the Dodgers. We'll keep our fingers crossed, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Enjoy uh, the wild card round this weekend. Yes, it'll be fun. Thanks, brother. Our man Eno Saris, our Smart Baseball weekly segment on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.